Greetings, friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here, inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, welivingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another show called the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder JC. And I want to give a shout out to all the men and women who are incarcerated in the Big Bend area of Florida and here in Texoma in Oklahoma. That's uh, Texoma is Texas, this northern part of Texas and the southern part of Oklahoma, and they just make up a whole uh, new vocabulary <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, but we just want to give you a shout out to uh, uh, invite you to stay tuned and to listen well welcome podcast and radio family I'm this Nats this is the time of year for the Nats because they're out but welcome to the Stone Builders Hour where we believe the Holy Bible is true mm-hmm. that it is the word of God and we should be following it well this has been an exciting structure we welcome you to the book of Psalms Mm -hmm. we finally are in some praise and worship y'all as one of the greatest collections of songs prayers and poetry the book of Psalms expresses the deepest passions of humanity and remember David God said he's a man after my own heart. That's how much he would cry out to the Lord and to make himself not only saying it, but heard because it touched the spirit of the Lord. In the time that we have, we can hear the psalmist's desperate cry in the midst of despair. Because remember, Saul was after David for a long time. In fact, he was anointed when he was uh, 15 But it took another 15 years before he became the king. Mm. But also his ecstatic praise of his provider and comforter, because he always just said that the Lord was there to help him through every situation. And he praised him for it, worshiped him for it, Mm. because he knew that God could save him. We can hear his pouring out of his soul in confession, but also, you know, when you're ecstatic, how you just bubble over? Well, that's how David was. The Psalms leads us through the valleys and peaks of human experience, but in the end, you know what it's supposed to lead us to, to the praise of our loving creator. And he is real. I believe he is real, and I know my bible states that he is real Uh, i tell you uh you know i love the psalms because uh they tend to pick you up uh, lift you up and turn you around and uh psalms 30 uh it means a lot to me oh lord my god 
I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. All right. Praise God. My healing is in process as we speak, and I just claim it, and I continue to speak it. And sing unto the Lord, verse 4. Sing, and this is uh, Psalms 30, uh, 34. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. And in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Praise God. All right. You know, that's what praise God. And that's what Psalms is all about, what JC just mentioned. And, and you know, in order to fully appreciate the Psalms, a, a certain number of characteristics should be kept in mind when you're reading and studying and uh, first of all, let's just run through a couple of them, JC. Uh, first, the Psalms were written for singing. Yes, they were. Like a deer panthered by the water. Yes. I messed that one up, huh? <laughs> uh, these were songs for public worship in the temple of ancient Israel. They are not merely poems, but lyrics for music from the ancient world. As such, they contain musical conventions, particularly to music and worship during that time. That's the, you know, so when you just got to transport yourself back into the past, that environment, the scenery, uh, the instruments that they had, they didn't have any electricity. So they didn't, you know, you go to church now, it's like sometimes I used to come out with a earache. You know? <laughs> <I used laughs> Too to take, loud. I used to take earplugs. Oh, to that's our terrible. No, you didn't. Because the music was so loud. And I declare, Vincent, I'm calling you out, Vincent. You have to be deaf. Vincent was our minister of music. And he's always telling everybody, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Well, well let me in, uh, introduce one thing. You talked about song, and I know you know this song, Song 8. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh, excellent. Yes. So, who have set your glory above the heavens. And this is a phrase that Yeshua used during to justify to young people of praising him as the Messiah. Mm -hmm. That's Matthew 21, 18. The Sichuan or Greek Bible from which Jesus quoted, considered the Hebrew word here rendered strength, is better translated praise. So, you know, one thing, one thing about languages, it changes as, you know, you go from Hebrew to Greek, from Greek to Aramaic. So, in this case, we're talking about praise. And worship. That's mm -hmm. why the first Psalms, like I said, was written for singing, and the second for poems. Uh, in the Psalms, you got to remember they were written over a thousand years ago from the time of Moses yes. in the 15th century BC to the time of Ezra in the 5th century BC. And although David is the main author associated with the composition of the Psalms, many, many, Many other authors were were were, were there. They were there, and uh, matter of fact, I should throw out some names of some of the authors. Let me come back to that. Yeah, Aesop was one. Yeah, uh, Moses another. 
Uh, there were even those in the New Testament, like Ezra, who wrote some of the Psalms. So it's just like right. it, it's then a composition, a, yeah, of of people. Psalms, Deborah, too. yes, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, uh, prophet Deborah. So there was a lot of contribution. Although David gets the, I guess, the recognition of being the one who wrote a lot of the Psalms, but. Uh, as in history, the Bible wasn't written in two days, wasn't written in a hundred days. It was written over centuries. Mm-hmm. So those who were in Moses contributed it because remember the scrolls were handed down. And as more modern times came, they kept more accurate records. So those people contributed and made sure it was as close to Hebrew as possible. Amen. That's why Psalms 42 uh, he brought me up also out of a horrible pit mm-hmm. and out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my going. They said, oh boy, I'm really struggling right now. Uh, there's a song about on the rock, put my feet up on the rock. Where I stand. Oh. <laughs> Should have did some research on some songs. Oh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to come back next time. I'm just going to sing for the next half, for another half hour. But the third, <laughs> so the first is is uh, dealing with the, the song. Uh, the second is dealing with uh, the poems. And the third is the Psalms. They were collected and arranged over, like I said, over a thousand years. And the process involved editorial additions to the poem, some cutting, expanding, and rearranging. You know how people do now in the day? Yes. They, uh, they take a no, song. No, it's, it's beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit who inspired these poems in the beginning oversaw the process of restructuring them for temple worship. Uh, temple worship you know the fourth psalms were written in the language of the human spirit Mm. utterance of the soul the psalms are not cool reason reasonably posed but deeply emotional works that use wretchy language dramatic exaggeration and figurative speech well remember last time we discussed that this isn't prose like roses are red, violets are blue, you know, um, I'm looking at you or something like that. It was a parallelism. So the poems were written in, I don't know if that's the correct word, sonnets. They were in lines. So you might have had the first two or three lines discuss a certain emotion and then your fourth line was the thing that responded to it so that's when you hear or read david a lot of times he's throwing out uh, grief about what's going on um with his own spirit he's you know psalms 24 the lord the earth is the lord's and all its fullness the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas. So you know that and establish it upon the waters. And he talks about God all throughout that poem until he says, lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors. So we, we he speaks to that so that you understand that he's telling you to do a certain discourse for praising the Lord or he's crying out for help. You know, wanting to make sure that uh, whatever he's going through, that he can get through it. Yeah. Like in Psalms uh, 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. 
Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, and he goes through all of that, what does he say at the end? My heart shall not fear. Mm. The war may rise against me. In this time, I will be confident. So he might start off shaky, but then the ending of that perilous is, is that he gains strength. Amen. Praise God. You know, the fifth uh, item uh, I wanted to mention is Psalms and the writing of Psalms were part of ordinary life for the Israelites. You know, the scriptures record a number of times when the Israelites spontaneously responded to the Lord with a psalm of praise. Mm. Uh, like, for example, Moses sang a psalm in praise of God in Exodus, in, uh, Exodus 15. Uh, Deborah and Hannah did the same thing in Judgment 5 and 1 Samuel 2. And David blessed the Lord with a psalm in uh, 1 Chronicles uh, verse 29. Through the Psalms, the Israelites would express their devotion and thanks to the Lord. They, they did that. And, and this condition, uh, tradition continued into the New Testament. It, it, it's like, uh, here you go. As the deer panted for the water. I messed yeah. that up. Yeah. Stop, stop. Yeah, no I got to stop myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as the deer panted by the water. So, That's what I was trying to say. Yes, I, I see. So... When we talk about tradition continuing into the new uh, period, the New Testament, you saw that when Mary was presented by the angel in Luke 1, uh, this Israelite tradition of psalm writing was confirmed by the discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls, as I told you, and they were discovered in 1947. So you're telling me that these scrolls were rolled up, they might have been in a vase or a... Well, that's where the Book of Enoch, they found the Book of Enoch in those dead roots. And so here you have these scriptures still surviving all this time, the weather, uh, the rain, whatever. So it tells you that um, the Bible is true. And do you know that the Bible has more scrolls and pieces of evidence of its reality than any other book in the world. So you know the Bible is true. Praise God. Well, six, the uh, individual Psalms were written for different purposes. Some began as works of private devotion, and you see that with uh, David always calling on the Lord to help him. In Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, and we know that. Um, Psalms 45, my heart is overflowing with a good thing. I recite my composition concerning the king, and he's talking about the creator, the God. Uh, ultimately, all the psalms you were used in, eventually in public worship became the treasure. Do you see this? The treasure of all the people in temple worship. For no matter what subject they address, they always led the people to the worship of the living God. Are we doing that today? Well, yeah, there was the... Uh, outbreak of the Holy Spirit at the church in, I think that was in Tennessee or Kentucky, mm-hmm. and it went on for about a month. It was almost like the Brownsville revival Rival that went Pensacola. on while we, we yep. lived in Pensacola during that time, and we were, it, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is real. But yes, yeah, it it's like people started, there was a praise and worship, and then after the praise and worship, they had a prayer and had an altar call, and that led to 
another revival outbreak there. Oh boy, my memories are off today. I need to I need to drink some Binko Jinko or Jinko Binko. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remembered to take it though. <laughs> Finally, oh, it must remember that the Psalms were written in the language of response. So that means the uh, singer or the writer would say something and there'd be a response to it. Each psalm records a powerful poetic language, one's individual response to God. From a desperate cry, as we know sometimes we do, to an aesthetic sound of joy. Each psalmist responds to God in the middle of a particular situation. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, Even though the psalms became a part of the community's worship life, they remain a vehicle for individual expression as well. And that's why I said when I started reading my Bible, that's where I started was in psalms. And I found that personal, I found that I could put my name in it and it would uh, sound like it was something coming from me personally, you know, Psalm 67, God be merciful to us and bless us. How about God be merciful to me Mm, and bless me. And because his face to shine upon me, that your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. Even today, the Psalms are used both in public worship, and we pastor tried to get a few songs off. He didn't quite do it. We're going to have to make, have him yeah, make up for that. And in the devotional moments I love of a joyful noise. individual Christians. Well, I, I know we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back and talk about Christ in the scriptures, because ultimately, David was the beginning root for Yeshua, for the Christ, for the anointed one, for the one who's going to ascend, the one who's going to come back and save us, especially for those who are following his word. We'll be right back. Greetings, friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here, inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site, welivingstones.org. Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team. Much love and God bless. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Geary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. And we are talking about the Psalms, having a praise and worship time here. And did you know that approximately half of the Old Testament references to the Messiah quoted by New Testament writers are from the book of Psalms? So Psalms plays an important role in revealing the Christ. The apostles saw prophetic reference in this book to Christ's birth and Acts 13.33, and one of the things that it describes in Acts 13.33 is its state, God has fulfilled this for us, their children, in that he has raised in Jesus, 
raised up Jesus or Yeshua or the Christ, as it is also written in the second Psalm. You are my son. Today I have begotten you. We also talk about his lineage, his zeal. And, you know, Christ is on fire. Yeah, he was. And he always made it a reality that if anybody was to follow him, he was going to be doing the same thing. His Also, his teachings uh, were part of, uh, were always in parables. And that's in Matthew 13, 35. But so much of his behavior is documented in Psalms are also parallel in the New Testament. So he just didn't say those things because he meant it or say those things because he was just there. He said those things because he knew he would be rejected, mm-hmm. beat up, ultimately killed. Yep. He would go through major suffering in order for us to have our own individual resurrection. So anything else, Pastor, to add to that? Well, you know, finding uh, uh, Yeshua in the scripture, uh, in the book of Job, it's going to be a bit more challenging than trying to find references to him in the book of Psalms. Because Psalms are replete with allusions to him. Uh, for example, when I, when I think about it, uh, when Yeshua was on the cross about the ninth hour, he cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, Lamin, Shalabachiri. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that's referring back to Psalms 22.1, where he says a psalm of David, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? So the Psalms, uh, the presence of Yeshua in the Psalms is real. He's right there. And, uh, and the coming king is also repeated. It's a repeated thing in the ancient Hebrew worship songs, specifically anticipated the life and ministry of Jesus the Christ, the one who came centuries later as promised. He was promised. And one kind of the Masonic uh, Psalm called the Enthronement Psalm and anticipate that day when Jehovah will consummate his kingdom in the person of the Messiah. <laughs> Praise God. Well, you know, when you Praise say God. that about him being uh, the Lord and his lineage, one of the things that the Pharisees were doing, they were, you know, they were always trying to trip him up. So they asked him, saying, what do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? You know, so they're going around, they're going to say, oh yeah, let me see what he's going to say here. They said to him, the son of David. This is Christ asking them. He said to them, how then does David in the spirit call him Lord? Saying, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer. But you know what the answer is? A father does not call his son Lord. It's the other way around. The son calls the father Lord. There, if the Lord God said to my Lord Messiah, how can the Messiah be the son of David? Thus, the title son of David is inadequate. 
to be sure, Jesus Christ or Yeshua is the son of David, but no less than he is the son of God. And I know that might be confusing to people, but just think about it. You're a mother. You're an aunt. You're a grandmother. Yeah. You're a sister. How about that? You're a wife. How are you all those things if you just be one person? Mm. So, so too, it applies to God. Only he started it originally. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the psalmist may not have understood what they were writing. That's true. But what they, but they were writing, but they wrote with both eyes focused on eternity. Yes. And just go back and read Psalms 96 through 99. And that will share with you a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff here in the word. And, you know, for many of us, you know, Psalms can be an intimidating book. As the largest book in the Bible, the Psalms includes a great variety of material, some of which may feel familiar, like the beloved words in Psalms 23, which I read the other day. Uh, that was last week. I said the other day, <laughs> but, but, but much How time flies. Oh God, when you're having fun, but it feels baffling or disconcerting, disconcerting, like tediously repetitive Psalms 119 or the seemingly cruelty of Psalms 137. Oh God, you know, but you know, if God has given us the Psalms in order to teach us how to pray, how to worship and how to live faithfully in the world because we need help right now in this in this time. We're I'm in perilous time. Yes, we are. Uh, then a little guidance may help us get the most out of the Psalms. You know, some people refer to the Psalms as the little Bible. Mm. You know, because it does give you so much information in there, and uh, you know, so you know, just praise God. But remember, it it gives you the full gamut of Yeshua, understanding his ministry, understanding how he was rejected. And remember, he says, if they reject me, they definitely going to be rejecting you. His suffering is his betrayal. But then he ascended and we know he's going to resurrect once again. One of the things uh, that we need to be looking at is how we kind of blaspheme God when we say he doesn't do all these things or he isn't available to do all things. But remember, Yeshua said a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure bring forth evil things. And that is in Matthew 13, 35. He says, but I say that to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Mm. For by your words, you'll be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. And I think that's one of the things that's going on in this right in this world today. No one keeps their word. No one says what they truly will believe. And all of these things were prophetic. They just, you know, the, the, the people, who, the apostles or the disciples or the writers of the Psalms and, and the entire Bible could only keep their eyes focused on giving God the praise and worship because he was inspiring them to write this word. So that we Amen. would be verified, Preach. that we would be 
she, saved that we would be, hey, I'm being resurrected, y'all. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where y'all go. I want be. my new body. <laughs> truly, truly. No death, no illness, no sickness. Don't even have to worry about it whether or not we're eating. But remember when Jesus resurrection, resurrected and came back to the disciples, what's the first thing he said? Oh, I think I could have a little fish and 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 some pita bread or whatever they had during the time, some olives. He was hungry. So we will have those experiences, but it will be without all of the nuances of humanness because we're going to be just like God. And that's why the Psalms it illuminates the greatness of our God, affirms his faithfulness to us in times of trouble and reminds us of the absolute centrality of his word. Oh, God. Psalms is powerful. Yes, it is. And you know why? Because it is the, we're being ministered to by the Holy Spirit. Because what did Yeshua says? When I leave, I will send a comforter who will come and give us all answers to our response. So the book of Psalms and the principle of worship, they reflect ministry to the soul of man and to the heart of God. So we need the Holy Spirit here. David, the major contributor, contributor to the book of Psalms, was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Not only was his anointing for kingship, but it was for the office, guess what? Of prophet. This is the man and the prophetic statements he recorded were by the power of the Holy Spirit. So he himself had the sayings that God spoke through him. Amen. Well, you know what? I just had a, a epiphany. Um, uh, listeners, uh, send us an email uh, sharing with us your most favorite psalms or a psalm that blessed you, that changed your life. And email that to us at stone, S-T-O-N-E, B as in boy, H-R, that's stonebuilders at gmail.com. That's S-T-O-N-E-B-H-R at gmail.com. And if you send us a, uh, what your favorite psalm is, uh, the first three folks who do it, we're going to send you a Stone Builders T-shirt. All right, now how about that? You got a task, so you got so send us your favorite psalms. Uh, 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 we'll we'll um, acknowledge you through the our next uh, radio program, and we're going to send you uh, send your address. And your size, so we know, <laughs> because I, we had someone ask for a, um, um, uh, with a, a, it was a large shirt, and they really needed a 3X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all y'all tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. truth. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> Praise God. Well, we are at the end, and I love Psalms. Psalms is one of those that we can go over and over again, but I think one of the uh, parallels to this is Proverbs. I would like us to see uh, Proverbs. And for all you virtuous women out there, read Proverbs 3110. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, send uh, let me know in that same email whether or not you want Pastor Gary to sing. All right. <laughs> I got to make up. I got to make up. I got to bring some songs back. I haven't sang in a long time. Praise God. Well, we'll see you. Or he- you'll hear us next week. God bless each and every one of y'all.